0: Welcome to Love up and friends with those of us from the video game and comic book store level up entertainment get together with some friends each week and talk about a subject we're passionate about uh we're doing yet another simpsons episode um so joining me this week uh you know i'm your usual host scott and join me this week as usual for simpsons episodes is kayla hello <laughs> uh so this is one we wanted to tackle when we're talking about like simpsons uh side characters um this is the big one arguably the best uh guest star that they have on a regular basis it's between him and phil hartman um we're going to talking about kelsey Grammer's turn slideshow bob um in preparation for this episode we each watched every uh every episode that had a bob speaking line um and it fried my brain because i watched them all in one day um but let's get into it uh So I guess, Kay, let's start with uh, general thoughts on Bob and why we wanted to do this episode.
1: Yeah, he's just, you love him, you hate him, you love to hate him. He's just a perfect evil genius that you also kind of want to go out to dinner with. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: He just has this charm.
0: (laughs) I think I started because I started rewatching Frasier a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, you know what? i'm always looking for an excuse to talk simpsons with kayla i was like hey sent you a text message like you want to do sexual bob um but uh a lot lot of these episodes i have not seen because i kind of fell off the wagon like season 12 ish where i stopped watching regularly and then basically just stopped watching it at all um but surprised myself i did kind of come back and watch a lot of these bob episodes as they happened because they they happen infrequently enough that it's always kind of a big deal when that Joe Bob's going to be on the show
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and have kind of a strange character arc throughout all of these episodes where like they remember certain things happened and certain things that didn't and it's (laughs) it's interesting to watch and because he doesn't appear every season like you can in watching them in order like you can definitely see like the season go through like the series go through all of its different changes and iterations Mm -hmm. Um, and it's Kind of interesting to watch. I don't know if I'd recommend watching all of them back to back. Um,
1: yeah, by the by the end of our list, I feel like you could just hear the tiredness in Kelsey Grammer's voice.
0: You, I felt the tiredness in my brain.
1: Um, it's just like, wow, we're still doing this.
0: Yeah, yeah and it's it's disappointing. I guess we'll, well I guess we'll say this. We'll go, we'll go through each episode and give our thoughts of them in order, and then I guess we'll, we'll, make that into some sort of coherent statement. But um, I, I don't know. Like, it felt like the character, like they, the creators really struggled to come up with like new scenarios for him. Yeah. So, like, so there's a while where he stops showing up. Like there'll be big, ch- like he won't show up for a couple of years, and then there'll be like, a bunch right after each other. Mm-hmm. Um. But like. I don't know, like, how many times can he just try to show up and try to kill Bart, like?
1: Right. Well, and, like, I, you know, I feel like the the first few times are so successful just because they are just, like, kind of, like, these simple, like, evil villain plots where, like, you really just are seeing him kind of, like, thinking out, thinking out how he's going to, like, not only, like, get his revenge, but, like, also take down the town in a lot of yeah. these kind of schemes. And like, they're just so classic. And then you have his amazing voice and just this character who's really well written and supposed to be like this kind of, you know, upper class, upper crest kind of like charming dude.
0: Yeah, because I know the, the origin of the show is, um, I forget the writer's name, but uh, before he worked on The Simpsons, he worked on Cheers, which is uh. where the Fraser Cain <laughs> character comes from um and apparently like I, I, I watched an interview with kelsey grammer kind of explaining like how he came up with that voice um it's apparently like a uh someone he used to work for like an acting coach or someone mm-hmm. um is is based on more of his inflections and stuff but um you know kelsey grammer would be like singing when he comes into the set and stuff so the original idea is like he would sing in every episode which is more or less true there's a couple yeah. where he doesn't um so that was kind of like going to be a gag that they did. Like it was originally going to, I think they originally wanted to do, uh, ask James Earl Jones to be the voice. Um, and then because he knew Kelsey Grammer, they brought him in. And like, that might be an interesting like alternate reality to, to peek into. <laughs> Cause I do think Frasier stuff or, you know, Kelsey Grammer stuff specifically Frasier things uh, inform Sideshow Bob more. We'll get into that, especially when we get to brother from another series. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I, I, I like that they, like at least in the golden year of the Simpsons, they did not overuse him. So made when he showed up like a real event. Mm-hmm. Um, and they used to be a lot more, the episodes I think were a lot more um, diverse. And then this as the show kind of got dumber, so did like the plots where he just shows up and like has yeah. a kind of over the top super villainy scheme.
1: Yeah, they're, they're really, like, you know, hinging on the fact that, like, it's like, oh, he's your old favorite.
0: Doesn't yeah. really matter
1: if the story's illogical. <laughs> he's it's here. Just,
0: <laughs> it's just there. You're going to watch it. Um,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but and I guess. I, did, but... <laughs> I mean, I did a bunch of them. So, like, oh, yeah. like I was so, going back I was, when I was going down the list of them for, in preparation for this podcast. I was surprised by how many I had I had already seen. Because mm-hmm. like, I would very much stopped watching the show at that point. But um, I guess let's let's go through his appearances and um, kind of try to paint in this picture a little bit. Um, so the first episode, not the first episodes he appears in because he was a background character originally, but the first time he majorly factors in the, the plot is uh, season one, episode twelve. Krusty gets busted. Um, this is the one where you know, spoiler, alert, he frames Krusty uh, to take over his show. Um, what did you think about this one?
1: um i mean this one's a classic right yeah it's kind of like also i feel like this is kind of one of the first times that you get to see like crusty as like a main kind of character in the show and yeah
0: because not- I, like, I think this i think up until this point they were still playing with the idea that he was secretly homer simpson
1: oh right right, right.
0: <laughs> but this one they, they clearly because homer's like the witness in the robbery so like they're clearly two different people now yeah um it's kind of funny. I remember when this came out and then when this came out I was like six and I remember being like the, when they revealed the mystery plot because they set up all the clues ahead of time I remember thinking it was brilliant and watching now it's like really childish.
1: <laughs> Pretty obvious.
0: Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> You're like whoa.
0: <laughs> and, and I think we'll get into that a little bit more. I do think that the Simpsons writers when they really want to do a mystery plot like uh, they can really put one together like with uh, Who Shot Mr. Burns. But, you know, this is still season one. Everyone's still figuring things out. This was still, like, something you did not see on TV at the time. But it also sets up a lot of, like, cl- crusty lore. Obviously, it's our first introduction to Sideshow Bob. Um, I doubt they ever really thought they'd bring him back after this. Because he just, you know, guest star. You know, he goes off to jail. Like, there's nothing s- like specifically setting up a potential sequel. Mm-hmm. Although I do like that there's a follow-up to this episode next season. Um, Oh, I don't remember the the episode title, but like they finally get Krusty to come over for dinner because, you know, to thank him or, you know, for all the stuff that they, you know, since Bart saved his uh, life, they want to have him come over for dinner. Um, And that's where they discovered, you know, they reconnect him with his father. I really like that episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Yeah. I, you know, it's it's a nice, simple story. Um, I kind of wish they didn't reveal to the audience that he was behind him uh, earlier in the episode. I kind of wish we figured it out with Bart.
1: Well, I feel like this is like one of the few ones where, well, I won't say that, but I feel like this is like one of the ones where Bart kind of like pieced it together on his own, like he doesn't have to like turn to somebody else to like help him out with it.
0: Oh yeah, there's definitely later episodes where he's like, I need your help, Lisa, because you're the smart one. Yeah. (laughs) Because he's stupid.
1: But like this one, I feel like is like I don't know. He's uh he's just like so devoted to Krusty the clown, which there's something like so sweet about that. And especially I love the end scene of this episode where you know, like the whole town is like turned on Krusty and they're trying to like burn all of the Krusty memorabilia, which if you follow the show, you know is like
0: so oh, he's a, a running huge,
1: gag. <laughs> yeah, he just
0: su- he sells out every yeah. opportunity he, he can get.
1: Just like scams, kids with like cheap stuff that's like dangerous and you yeah. know will catch fire. But anyway, so like the whole everybody's like burning the stuff, and Bart's just like so he just like truly fully believes that it's not crusty. And then at the end, he once everything's kind of like settled and revealed, and the town figures out that it wasn't crusty his all of his stuff is back in his room and he's just like so content. It's just like such yeah. a sweet moment. I
0: don't know. <laughs> but there's, you- there's, there's, there's a moment, you know, where Krusty like thanks for him from saving him. there's like there's one boy he never lost his faith. I'm like, oh yeah. this is cute, you know. <laughs> or season I mean season one, you know, so it's still a lot more like Schmalty and then the show show kind of got real cynical real fast, which was a big <laughs> part of its identity. Right. Um but it was it's cute. I don't think there's much to say about the episode. Um Bob does sing on the the show after he takes over Krusty's uh, show, Um, which is funny that he still wears his like stupid sideshow costume. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, that's like a fun, like juxtaposition. This like really like high class intellectual guy with like, you know, Kelsey Grammer's like salt, thoughtful voice and performance, Um, you know, and then he's like this goofy, like tribal native thing that they're going for like the whole crusty show is so anachronistic like even at the time like it's very bozo the clown and yeah. like granted i wasn't 10 in like when the show started but like even as a kid like i nobody was watching things like that i don't know
1: yeah but it's weird it's it's probably even
0: weirder now 30 years later
1: <laughs> that they all like sit watch So popular,
0: yeah. That <laughs> a clown on TV has any kind of ratings. <laughs> but yeah. um, yeah. So I don't know. That's crusty gets busted. Unless you got any final thoughts, we'll move on to the next one. Because in my opinion, yeah, no but the 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 next yes, episode sorry. is when things start getting interesting.
1: I agree. Yeah, this one is yeah. like you get a taste of. Um, Sideshow Bob without really like seeing like everything that they can really like have this actor do. Which
0: yeah, is he, of, it's yeah. still like, he's still almost proto-Bob in a way. Mm-hmm. I think next, uh, uh, season three episode 21, Black Widower is when we, I think Sideshow Bob becomes the character we kind of like know today. Um, so in prison, he yeah, has like a, there's like a romantic pen pals thing, I guess. Maybe it's not romantic initially, but like It becomes a romantic thing with him and uh, Marge's sister, Selma. Um, So anyway, it becomes like a whole scheme to marry her, kill her, and then like take all of her money. Um, But it's kind of interesting because like, it's not really revenge against the Simpsons. In fact, it's never really set up that he knew that they were related at all. It just so happens when she brings home like her new boyfriend to dinner, it's Sideshow Bob. (laughs)
1: this one is personally my favorite Bob episode just because okay. I love Patty and Selma they're like some of my favorite characters
0: you know what so, they're they grow on me the older I get
1: they're so oh, they're so good like they're just so good and I just think that like the um the relationship between them and Bob is just like such a fun one to play on is it he marries Patty? No, Selma.
0: It's Selma, yeah. Oh, right. one. Patty's the one who eventually is revealed to be a lesbian. That's right,
1: that's right. Yeah. As much as I love them, I still can't tell them apart. <laughs> like oh, I can. She's like it, Patty and Selma. <laughs> oh, and Julie,
0: Julie Kavner does slightly different voices for each of them, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. amazing and so hard for her because, like, even doing Marge, like, you can hear it in the modern episodes, like, she just destroyed her voice over these years.
1: It was for a good cause
0: doing this horrible gravelly thing
1: yeah i think uh selma and bob i actually think in a weird way we're like a really great couple i don't know
0: (laughs) well i mean so when they're courting it's really cute Um, i like that they're big fights over macgyver yeah it makes sense that he thinks it's stupid i also wonder how much because that's such a big part of like his scheme i wonder how much of that like he was acting during or like if that's legitimately
1: how, how he feeling. came
0: up with it like or that was a legitimate reaction <laughs>
1: yeah because you know
0: I, 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 yeah i don't know
1: there's just so many good one-liners in this one too um and just like because patty or selma's supposed to be like the revolting to all men essentially is like the joke like patty and selma are like these batch um not bachelors but i guess like spinsters if you want to say that term.
0: Yeah, and they're they're shown to be kind of repulsive in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, but like they don't tra- they're not very they're, nice.
0: like, tra- they're not traditionally feminine.
1: Yeah, but let's it's, say it's that because nice like, stuff. you know, who knows there's somebody for everybody, right? But uh yeah. you know like that's the kind of running joke is that like you know <laughs> like they they'll like send like sexy photos or something and like men will just like like start gagging and stuff, which is actually quite yeah. cool. But they, I guess it's kind of works because I feel like they think that they're like all that. So it doesn't really like phase them too much. <laughs> I mean,
0: to be them. fair, they're, they're not portrayed as particularly nice.
1: No, no, yeah. And like, they're pretty yeah. cool to other people. They work at the DMV. So like, it's supposed to just be like, they're just kind of awful.
0: And some, da- <laughs> some days they don't let the line move at all. They call those weekdays. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: and they're just like chain smoking and just, you know, give yeah. bad advice but um there are those ants that come over and like play the slideshow of every minute of their vacation
0: yeah which uh <laughs> so i can't think they do later in this no they do that and Krusty gets busted mm-hmm. that's why because homer's at the quickie mart and misses it. Right. Um, i was gonna say i just saw an episode where they did that and <laughs> because i watched all of these back to back um yeah, I don't know. I think Selma gets a lot more likable and gets a lot more character development over the show. I think she's one of the more interesting side characters.
1: I agree.
0: Um, And like, I think she becomes a lot more sympathetic. And I think this this episode, I think you could say, starts pointing her that direction. Although I think there's an episode in season two where she dates Principal Skinner, which kind of starts this poor, she's like lonely. Uh, yeah.
1: She kind of like, has like a string of like fake marriages and
0: Oh, I love later in the series they kind of make fun of it she's like my last name is already like Bouvier yeah. to <laughs> like I'm not adding like Masahima on to the end of it like um but I guess maybe we'll do an episode on some later because I'm, I'm finding I'm so. having a surprising amount of say because I also want to talk about the episode where she marries Toy, Toy McClure
1: I know that's a great episode yeah
0: um yeah, so Black Widower. I I think this episode again it sets up a new mystery plot, which I again at the time I thought was brilliant and <laughs> is super basic now, but it starts playing a lot more with um like atmosphere and mood and stuff that Shadzo so Bob episodes tend to have. Like mm-hmm. I love the scene where they're driving to their honeymoon and it's just lit by like the like yep. the, the lights inside the car, and mm-hmm. that's when we feel like Bob is being a bad guy, even though. Nobody suspects it, but Bart, he's the only one that like keeps thinking he's up to something, which ultimately saves the day. Um, I do think this is a much funnier episode than Krusty Gets Busted. Um, just thinking about when Bart's trying to explain to Homer <laughs> that they need to go save her. He has <laughs> explained it four times, and he explains to Marge, and then they go off in the Simpsons um, reveal. But like, I think Bob's a way funnier character in this. Uh, yeah
1: it's yeah he's like the he's the you know he's the villain he's carrying the story and like he's kind of like telling the audience as we go like what his like plan is before it's happening so you're kind of like watching it unfold
0: and he's so charismatic and likable like you get (laughs) why you know a woman might fall for him and then like because of that like we like watching him uh you know show up an episode that's why it's such a always exciting when he does
1: And he just has, like, he's one of the only, I feel like I, he's one of the only side characters that has, like, his own theme, his own theme song. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he
0: gets that in the next episode. Yep. Um, But, I I, yeah, he's just got a presence that no one else on the show really has. And then, like, the show's got criminals and villains, like, but no one, like, like, when Snake shows up, it's not going to be, like, a serious whole episode.
1: Yeah, and, like, I think the thing that's, like, you expect Bob to be because of like all of the things that make up his character, like being like kind of like this conservative, well-cultured kind of like snobby kind of man, you think that like, I mean like, and he gets frustrated and angry when he, when plans don't go his way, but he also has like this really human reaction at the end where he's kind of just like, oh, foiled again, like back to the drawing board, you know, it's kind of like this like perseverance to be evil, which is kind of commendable, I guess.
0: (laughs) <laughs> he's he's dedicated to something yeah he's um,
1: dedicated <laughs> that's uh, attractive in a man
0: <laughs> but yeah so uh, so this is your favorite bob appearance all right i'm a little, I little so. surprised
1: i think I, so. I mean the next one is obviously really amazing but i just i don't know when i think of Psycho bob i think of this episode a lot just because there's so i don't know got right. a lot of good lines in
0: it there's two episodes i can't decide which is my favorite um which I guess we can segue into the next into the next episode. Season five, episode two, Cape Fear. Um, this is one of the ones I'm saying competes for my favorite. I think this might be one of this is a top contender for Simpsons episodes, period, for me. Mm-hmm. And here's why. I think because of this, you know, they're they're parroting the movie Cape Fear. I think specifically the remake, um, which was only a couple years old at the time.
1: Is that the one with Robert De Niro, right? Yeah,
0: with Robert De Niro. Um, it's so moody. Like, there's no mystery plot in this one. I mean, there's a little bit of mystery in the beginning, someone's sending Bart threatening letters, but like it's re- as soon as it's revealed that it's Shaicho Bob, like there's no mystery. He's just gonna kill Bart. Like, there's no scheme. Like it's become so much more menacing and like so much more moody and atmospheric. There's so much visual stuff in this. Like in the lead up to this, we were. I was, sending you some text messages like i love the parts where homer like bars in the bart's room like with like with a knife trying to give him brownies and stuff but like it's terrifying because someone's trying to kill him um and like
1: and they're just so insensitive to the fact that like he's been getting like death threats in the mail yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: it's like barging in with a knife like not a great idea
0: but i think this, this is the episode a bob gets a lot of the stuff that's going to define him for the rest of the series he gets his theme song Mm-hmm. um the rake joke starts which i believe from watching the commentary was just to fill time as the, the script <laughs> was <it's> short amazing <laughs> i remember when i watched it for the first time because this is the first time i had seen one of those jokes that went on like it was funny then it was so long it was unfunny and then it went back around to being funny again because it's really not even that long mm-hmm. but it's just the fact that he takes the same shutter noise every single time is so funny
1: that noise is so good
0: it's like burned permanently tattooed into my brain like yeah. you know the Bart the and
1: it's just um, like i don't know he's like so put together like if that were me i'd be like screaming ex- exploded the expletives i can't say the word. And yeah. just, like, cursing and swearing,
0: and he's just like, but it's But it's also comes on the heels, the context for it's also on one of my other favorite jokes, is what happens in Cape Fear movie is the guy does attach himself to the bottom of a car. Mm-hmm. But, like, Homer's, you know, they're going to their new witness relocation program uh, home, and Homer's like, hey, who wants to drive through the pumpkin patch? Bart and Lisa say yes, mm-hmm. and then Bob under the car says no, and Homer's like, oh, well, two to one. <laughs> not thinking, you no, know, Maggie's not going to have that voice and vote. So he's already all... Jacked up from being run over by a thousand cactuses. So, like, cause you know, when he's get, stepping on the rakes, he's got spikes coming out of him. Um, so, I think he's just so, de- it's just, he's so defeated right then and there that like a thousand rakes hitting him in the face, like, isn't even phasing him anymore. This
1: is the one where he's writing the notes in his blood, too, right? From yeah. Get like, writing laundry lists.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and to get uh, corn holders.
1: Yeah. It's like he's, he's stupid at times right which is why you kind of love him a little bit too yeah. he's just like you know you expect him to be so much more
0: but it's amazing how menacing he is in this and then how like extremely cartoony this episode is we literally right. watch him get trampled by elephants um <laughs> they sing the entire uh uh hms pinafore score with like you know flags and props and costume changes and stuff and bart's reading a playbill of it at one point (laughs) so it's amazing like (laughs) he can swing between both like extremes right and it's so awesome to watch and like nobody else does this in the entire series
1: yeah he has an impeccable range i will say just incredible and his his singing voice is lovely too right yeah does a lot of did a
0: lot of Broadway shows, right? I believe I know he was a stage guy. I'm not sure what all he's involved in. I, I only know him from this Cheers and Frasier, and then more <laughs> recently Money Plane. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> um, which if you don't know what that movie is, if you like, like, so bad it's good movies, uh, watch it. It's probably the best movie to come out in 2020. Not that that's a lot of competition because nothing came out, but um. But yeah, I you know he sings in Fraser and stuff so I know he can sing like it's not just something they're doing for the for this um, but yeah, Cape fear is so good. there's so many great jokes in it that like I don't know they' like really stick with you in watching the show. I mean granted this is season five this is when we're like peak golden era of the series but um, yeah next one's good too though but uh before we move on though do you have any other thoughts on cape beer
1: yeah no i think you just nailed it i think it's just like fun watching him go back and forth from being completely terrifying because you know like i was a a kid when i first saw this and so he actually did kind of scare me a little bit you know yeah not really like seeing the humor in it i guess but then like you'll watch him exactly it's probably a lot the way that you know this is like the first instance where you kind of start to see like him and Bart's relationship kind of starting to like change and grow too where you know Bart's kind of like swinging back and forth just the way like a child watching the show would be swinging back and forth where it's like well he's making me laugh and he's funny and I'm enjoying watching him singing this but then like right at the end of the boat ride you have to worry about him like cutting your throat you know
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and it's like yeah, it is kind of a little bit of like a watch from behind your couch kind of episode when you were a kid. Because I was a kid when this is out, too. But like, I think because the, the there's a lot of epi- elements in this that are really, really silly, like the Thompson's thing. Like, it, it kind of helps keep you from getting too, like, distraught. And then, like, even then, the movie theater scene where Marge is like, stay away from my children. And he's like, I'll stay away from your children forever. And he's like, oh, that's a terrible line. And then he comes back in the frame. It's like, wait, Marge. I came up with a better one. Say, stay away from your children again. <laughs> and she just says no. when he has to like walk away defeated. <laughs> like it takes it takes a little bit of his menace out. But like you know, if he ever once he gets a hold of Bart, it's gonna be you know curtains. Uh, that's not a pun on them doing a performance. <laughs> um, but yeah, did you ever watch the movie that's based on Cape Fear?
1: Um, I've seen the part with the car. Mm-hmm. i feel like i watched it like maybe when i was like out somewhere but i don't think i've ever seen the whole movie before
0: it's a good movie you should watch it
1: check it out yeah i'll check it out and then rewatch the episode i, I think we
0: <laughs> talked about it when we did Triassic of horror where like the *Shining* episode kind of ruined the shining for me yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna say i had this set a similar effect because i watched cape fear with an e first versus watching cape fear but, like you will see some of the the scenes like it kind of makes the episode even funnier in retrospect once you know what they're doing but like what's great about it is you don't have to even know that it's based on a movie and it's still good mm-hmm. you know and it's yeah. still funny
1: exactly i don't think i realized i mean like the title gives it away but you know for a long time watching that episode i had no idea it was a movie until like i was probably an adult
0: was, oh yeah i didn't know until i was like a teenager yeah. <laughs> i was trying to become a cinephile you know
1: that makes sense <laughs>
0: um but i think after this they realized like they got a, a hit on them but it you know it's funny, just watching his his plots over the the first three appearances. I frames Krusty so he can take over his show and do like a more refined, less. Oh, and also you know for revenge for getting shot out of a cannon and being abused for years. Okay. Um, Black Widower, it's like a money scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third one, he's just like, I'm just gonna murder this kid.
1: Yeah, because now he has two instances where he's been foiled by this child.
0: Yeah, and like that's now his defining thing. Although. Next episode, it's not really what he's going for, um, but I think yeah. After this, it's like he shows up every season, like once a season for a co- the next couple of years, until um, so arguably I think his character reaches his conclusion, and then he's got like another like fourteen episodes. Um, yeah, so season six, episode five, sideshow Bob Roberts. Um, I think one of the most unique episodes of for sideshow Bob where he runs for mayor and it's not necessarily about like some sort of big elaborate scheme I mean granted there's a scheme in it but um as an adult I love this episode because of all the political humor it has yeah I love I mean even as a kid I got that Birch Barlow was supposed to be Rush Limbaugh Mm um you know I was a little bit older than you when this stuff was new but so I was still aware of some of the stuff that they were doing like, as a kid, like, I didn't really get the Republican versus Democrat aspect of it. And, like, as an adult, like, oh, this is much funnier now.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, it's just, like, we were talking about this earlier. It's just, like, funny how, you know, that was, like, kind of a joke then, right? Having, like, the two sides kind of bump heads. But, like, it's just so relevant now, like, even more so because it's just become so much more divisive
0: yeah and we were talking about it ahead of time and it's kind of dark and sad that like the simpsons can still like these old episodes like you'll talk about them like predicting the future and stuff but it's really like they're they're commenting on contemporary american society and we've done nothing to progress any of that in 30 years that's why it still sounds like it's the same kind of thing now and like that's kind of really depressing (laughs)
1: Yeah, and I mean like this one, it even goes into like, you know, rigging an election and just how, you know, just like the, Bob is able to like, just kind of like use his charm and his standing and like his, his abilities to like get a crowd like riled up to basically yeah. like, you know, beat out somebody who, albeit Mayor Quimby is a terrible politician. He's oh, he's a- terrible, yeah. But like you know, he's a practiced politician. Bob's never ran for office before. So I mean,
0: Lisa like, says it in one point. is like, "I can't believe a convicted felon got so many votes, while another convicted felon got so few." <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, so good. And like, I don't know. I don't want to like get into the. I don't want to like offend any of the listeners or anything. But it's just there's so many good Republican jokes. In this it's
0: it's hard to keep this one, this specific discussion, apolitical.
1: Yes, because uh, it's all
0: about like you know the Republicans ruling you with an iron fist and blah, blah, blah. But like...
1: There's a lot of good Democrat jokes, too. Oh, no, the show the makes Democrat. fun of the show,
0: the show hits everyone, but, you know, he's running as a Republican, so there's there's that mm. stuff to comment on. Mm. Um, but like, even without... Even if they never ever said whatever their parties were, like, it's still... It still works. It still would work. It's right. not about that. Right. It's about, like, how... It, when Bob becomes mayor, all the things that he does... You know, trying to build a freeway through the Simpsons house and stuff, Uh, sending Bart back to kindergarten, which seems like a weird amount of power for a mayor to have.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, look at the town. Look at the town he's running, though.
0: (laughs) And how easily they get whipped up into like a thing. But, you know, I guess you kind of need to have some of that because part of how they 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 stumble upon the scheme is uh, Smithers goes behind Mr. Burns back Mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, basically to basically help foil this. And you know, because like, hey, his ultra-conservative views conflict with my uh, choice of lifestyle. <laughs> Since they were still hinting that uh, he was gay, flew over my head for years and years and years. <laughs> but you know, when I was a kid, I didn't mind because you know, talking about attempted chemistry. Now, what is that? You know, there's so many good jokes, and like I said, it, it works better as an adult than it was when I was a kid. I love I love the, the the negative political attack ad that they do about like. The revolving door prisons and how Mayor Quimby like lets <laughs> criminals out. He even let out that psycho bo- sideshow Bob. At the end, it's like, uh, you know, brought to you by the community build sideshow Bob, uh, Bob Robertson. To, <laughs> yeah,
1: you know. I don't know. They the writers of the show just, are, you can just tell that they're such. Well, at this point, anyway, and I'm not like knocking the people who are writers now, but it's just like at this point in the show, you can tell that they have some very intelligent, like, cynical. Satirical writers were just like so on point that it's just like no matter like who you affiliate with, it's just you know like you've seen that ad, you've seen that yeah. you've heard this story, you've lived the story, you know what I mean?
0: Oh my god, it's like it's when I hate election years, it's just nonstop ads like that, and it's like oh my god.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. um But yeah, it's it I as far as a uh, sideshow Bob episode goes, I like how different it is. I like that he's not it's not necessarily a revenge plot like he does get to do right stuff against the simpsons in it but like that's not his motivating like factor and like in a way he's kind of like a pawn which they use against him at the end to get him to like admit his plot right but like you know he's just calling he's just calling into a conservative political talk show and they're like well we need someone you know to run for mayor I know this guy we can use you know he's charismatic he's a because of what they, what they say it's a media trained charismatic mm-hmm. i forget everything that they say but like he fits the bill um and you know you can you can see why the the specifically the citizens of springfield who aren't necessarily the brightest bunch um would fall in for someone like him even though he's tried to kill many of their citizens the many yeah. times
1: and i think the the gag at that point, too, where it's like they're listing the qualifications, they open the door, and what's standing in the door is just a water cooler, and they're like, He's perfect! Yeah, yeah
0: nice to clap. <laughs>
1: And then Bob walks around, they're like, Oh, he's even oh, better.
0: And then Reindeer Wolf Castle's like, I like the human touch.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just like, Oh so sadly accurate like but then, you know
0: when they're in the they when they're actually in the polling booth um homer's <laughs> like well i don't approve of his bart killing policy but i approve of his selma killing policy <laughs> and then crusty's like well he did try to frame me for murder you know frame me for robbery but uh i'm making for that upper class tax break in his votes for him anyway <laughs> yeah it
1: was like the 100 percent of the town had voted for said a bob it was pretty
0: crazy including <laughs> all the, the characters that are dead and <laughs> I also love when uh, Lisa's dead cat like is revealed to have voted for him too. She's like, this time it's personal. Yeah. I was like, you know, he tried to kill me. Yeah.
1: It, well, and that's that's perfect. This is like a, a perfect, you know how much I love my Lisa and Bart team yeah. up episode. So this one's just like a, a perfect example. Oh, I love them. that
0: they do the whole Woodward and Bernstein thing.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> stuff.
0: I also love that randomly like Homer tried to infiltrate Riverdale and the Archie guys show up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's reading their he's comics while comics they're doing here. the woodward and earth bernstein thing and like he's like a snuck up riverdale snobs
1: oh Which so good <laughs> that's like that's
0: a fun random gag because the show still would be like real surreal mm-hmm. um yeah sideshow Bob roberts uh, a really good one the next one's also like a, a scheme where like not necessarily like vengeance against uh the simpsons but, uh, sideshow bob's last gleaming season seven episode nine um this is more of like i hate tv let me get rid of tv kind of plot
1: this is almost the plot of this is almost joker's plan in dark knight isn't it am i thinking of the right one what's the one where he he doesn't want to get rid of tv but he's like talking to them over the tv i
0: don't oh. know i'm My, sorry
1: i just made a bunch of people so angry
0: <laughs> well then they can give us comments and our engagement.
1: <laughs> whichever one of those batman movies that was i was just like this is a perfect like classic villain plot i feel like i've seen this before
0: i mean i guess it's a, i guess it's more of a stock super villain thing yeah. um but you know he's sick of the tv uh tv's like dumbing down of society um so he finds an excuse to us you know finds a way to escape onto an air force base makes a demand uh to get rid of tv in town he steals an atomic bomb that they just have uh, <laughs> to, to like threaten everyone um probably my one of my favorite sideshow bob jokes after he's done on Tyrannovision, making his uh declaration i love that it cuts off and then he comes back on it's like listen i realized the irony of appearing on tv to decry so don't bother pointing that out like, even, as a kid i thought that was the funniest thing i'd ever seen um, but yeah, I guess this is just more Bob going kind of crazy. Hmm. Um, cause once this plan doesn't work, um, he just steals Bart and tries to kamikaze him and Krusty. Um, but as far as these classic episodes go, I don't know. I feel like this one's a little bit weaker.
1: Yeah. There's like some good, I mean, there's some good banter between him and the kids, which is always like something that I want to see. Yeah. Like once it, I love well, we'll talk about that in the, in the next couple. But yeah. um, I love when they kind of have like these back and forths and it's almost like he kind of like praises them for like figuring it out,
0: <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. Well, I like that they, they were already having to play with the tropes here a little bit when they're like, he's about to blow up the town. And they're like, Bob, that'd be taking the easy way out. And he's like, I agree. And then blows it up. <laughs> and then it cuts the commercial and after it shows the the mushroom cloud. So like, oh my God. Whole,
1: isn't yeah. that like a famous ad from like the 1970s? Yeah, and then they, come,
0: they come back to it and it's that where it's like showing all the things being yeah. about to be destroyed like in time but it turns out the bombs a dodge it's just like a little poof and it sets off my
1: the- favorite line like, is like yeah. right after that when he's like when he's like checking the expiration date of the bomb and he's yeah, like all these rats just come just out of it yeah. go, i just had to go with the 1950s aesthetic or whatever there yeah, was like, plenty like, of bombs but- <laughs> he's like
0: no but bo- oh there was so many shiny new bombs but no you had to go for that retro <laughs> charm or whatever it was um But then right after that, Bart's trying to do the, wow, how do you come up with your schemes, buying for time thing after he pulls a knife on him and he's like, oh, don't insult us both with that flatter the villainy thing. (laughs) He's like, oh, I should have known you're too smart for that. He's like, really? Do you mean book smart or street smart? Because a lot of people can be book smart. And then that's when Lisa has the time to send out the message. They get the police there.
1: Yeah, like that whole chunk of it is so good. And like, I just love that, like Lisa... (laughs) when they get out of the blue finally like she's so excited to tell her parents that she's like oh. foiled the plan again
0: <laughs> oh, I, I love when lisa's like a little kid
1: yeah she and she comes up like so real excited you know yeah, yeah.
0: like saying saying everything that happened real fast in the way that kids do by like bouncing up and down and then i love they're homer's response to that. i was like well i destroyed the gate but you don't hear me brag <laughs> you know
1: yeah i think that's like also part of the that's like one of the best parts of like bob and the kids is like marginal were pretty much largely like out of the episodes in mm-hmm. general and like they're off just like like that whole episode they're basically just worried that their kids are like locked inside and they're outside of a closed chain link fence and yeah. they're spending the whole episode figuring out how to get into the chain link fence. and as
0: soon as they do they're they all left yeah <laughs> bob stole like a plane and is it's now flying like away. pretty i
1: don't know i like when they um when they even at the, I'm, at the end of Krusty gets busted, not to go back, but he's going like into the paddy wagon and he's like yelling to everybody. He's like, don't underestimate like children's intelligence. Speak to them like on your level or, or whatever. He's, you he's still what I mean? talking
0: about it like in terms of like this TV show. Yeah, like, he's like, you know, you know, children are smarter than you give them credit for. Like they busted me in a great screen grab. <laughs>
1: yeah i just think i don't know i think bob loves the i kind of think he loves like almost setting up these like plans just to see if like they'll figure it out you know
0: (laughs) i mean that'd be an interesting twist that they have no spoiler that they haven't really done yet but Mm. like you know here we are season 31 or 32 or whatever we're on jesus
1: at this point i feel like they would probably just take any idea i send in let's try it (laughs)
0: why not right um yeah all right so the next episode is also arguably my favorite episode for bob i think in a a more perfect world would have been the final send-off for him um brother from another series season eight episode 16 um so this one bob's reformed and even though bart's never believed him every time this happened this time they still do that and like he actually hasn't He, he hasn't reverted like you know he has reformed even though they're still kind of playing with the audience expectation on that because Bart and Lisa are still investigating him and going for a scheme. I love when Bob's trying to live his life and Bart keeps inserting himself in it. So I love when Bob's like, I should have done something I should, I'm gonna do something I should have done a long time ago. He brings them back home and is like, madam, your children are no more than a pair of ill begotten, you know, kids or whatever. <laughs> I love that Homer's like, even Lisa.
1: <laughs>
0: um but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I really like Bob in this one. Yeah. He gets released for a, a work program with his, you know, long estranged brother Cecil, um, voiced by David Hyde Pierce, you know, Kelsey Grammer's brother in, Fra- in Frasier. And there's obviously a lot of Fraser jokes in this, like the whole brother from another series thing is a reference to that. Um, I think they have amazing chemistry in that show. And it does come over to this one. Mm-hmm. But I love that the twist when they discover like they confront Bob about his plan and it's revealed that it's Cecil's like revenge against him. And like a, you know, even though officially he's doing it for the money, um, this embezzlement scheme, that the the three of them have to team up and save the day. And like Bob even points out, like, listen, Bart, you have to trust me, even I don't like this as much as you do. <laughs> But yeah, it's yeah. just it's, I just liked I liked Bob's hero turn. Like I kind of mm-hmm. wish that they were able to find a way to stick with that, if they're going to keep using him.
1: I think, I mean, yeah, I well, you'll see it again, right? He does that often. I think he's kind of like. Well,
0: I know he kind of buries the catcher with Krusty and a lot of other characters. Like, yeah, it's just sometimes they they get consistent. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll talk about some of that stuff as we go. Mm-hmm because there is there has been other instances where like he sort of worked with the simpsons or whatnot but like this is the first time he felt like he genuinely did yeah, reform like a
1: free man just kind of like trying to reform yeah. himself and be a part of society and actually just like have a job and like live a normal life
0: well and they, they play with the jokes of that a, a bit too like i love the part where he first sees bart like you know, he calls down to him, "Hello," and then Bart hides. And he turns to Cecil. He's like, "Oh, he's just shy because I've tried to kill him so many times. <laughs> like it's like so nonchalant." Um, I like that he's going on. You know, goes on a date with you know Edna Krabappel. Oh yeah, that's
1: so good. He's like, "That was Edna Krabappel. You only yeah. get one chance with Edna
0: Krabappel." <laughs> yeah. I like that he's like, you know, I did try to kill because she's like, "Oh, I've never dated a convicted you know murderer before." It's like, well, he have never actually successfully killed everyone. And she, she's clearly disappointed. <laughs> and then the joke where um, that follows that up, I did try to kill the world's uh best lover or whatever before, but then I realized there are laws against suicide. <laughs> and that kind of brings her back around. Um, How would I that, don't know.
1: Yeah, Ed Nunn, Sideshow Bob relationship. But unfortunately, that will never happen.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, it won't happen for a lot of reasons now.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Although, you know, I guess as a conversation for another day, I kind of want to give a lot of the later season stuff more of a try mm-hmm. i like the idea of uh nedda when ned and edder will get together Yeah,
1: they're cute
0: <laughs> yeah i just haven't watched a lot of the show just because whenever you dip your toe in like it's kind of bad but i'm sure that there's so many episodes there's got to be some good ones i'm going to go on a list and uh of like ones that are probably worth watching and then give them a shot i think because i think we talked about it a bit with our trios of horror episodes we're like because you know we watch those every once in a while but like they're just so bad Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, like that's. I. It's hard to kind of pinpoint what exactly it is that is missing. Um. But like, like we were kind of saying, like just seeing the progression of this character over like pretty much all of the seasons. I mean, like Mm -hmm. there's a ton he's not in, but there's a he's pretty much like well spread over all of them. It's Mm -hmm. just like kind of. I don't know. It's just. It's almost like they don't have the edge anymore Is really what it is you know they kind of like to for for a while there I feel like they like to purposely kind of like offend people but in a tasteful way and now I feel like they don't really kind of play with that too much
0: but like I feel like I guess this will be revealed as we go farther into the list Um, I'm also like waffling a little bit because I don't really feel like getting into the rest of it (laughs) but um (laughs) um I, I think they need to have more. I think he needs to be not necessarily out just trying to kill Bart. Like that is boring now.
1: Yeah, we've like, seen it,
0: and we've just seen him save Bart in this in you know and brother from another series like, and that's like when he jumps off to save him instead of you know af, you know after trying to kill him so many times. I'm like oh, like that's me. Like the character's gone full exactly. circle now. Yeah, you know?
1: I like when they get to, I like when they get along. I like when they work as a team.
0: Yeah, um, they're a good. They're fun to see together, and this way you get more scenes with them together.
1: Yeah, it's like a smart-ass kid with this kind of, uh, you know, snooty so, dude. It's I mean, position.
0: I know Bart was designed to be like Dennis the Menace, but it's like a Dennis the Menace-esque yeah. situation, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so this is the last time we see Bob for like four years. Um, again, because I feel like this is kind of like the last, the ultimate evolution for this kind of character. Mm-hmm would have been Um, a
1: good stopping point i think
0: yeah but you know no good thing has come to an end i mean there's still new simpsons episodes (laughs) oh my god we're still not even out of the 90s yet
1: (laughs) i i will say that because i grew up with like the 90s episodes i have a fondness for them even though i know that the, the the fan community widely agrees that like you know a lot of those like early 2000 ones are not great either but like I I, I
0: have like I have some affection for some of them because again I was you know probably a teenager. There's some good stuff in there, but even then at the time I was like this isn't nearly as good as it used to be. And it's mm-hmm. it's it's once Homer morphed into jerk-ass Homer, is is when it's that's like because the flanderization effect on everybody went to like a certain extreme. Like it's really hard to pull back on. Like watching some of the earlier episodes, I'm like I love when Homer was more just kind of like a lovable doofus and not so malicious, you know?
1: Like self selfish to be selfish, not selfish.
0: Yeah. Like this isn't the guy that would sacrifice his bowling dreams uh, for his daughter (laughs) that he didn't want, you know? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I I don't know. Like, but this isn't a Homer episode. We'll get into that in another one.
1: Uh, That'll be like a therapy session. I think. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> the Homer episode.
0: Oh man. All right. So we might as well get into the 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 Let's non-Golden Era episodes. Uh Great. season twelve, episode thirteen, Day of the Jack and Apes. It's kind of a Manchurian candidate thing. Mm-hmm. Where uh, Bob kidnaps Bart and very easily hypnotizes him into killing Krusty the clown because Krusty erased all of the episodes that had Sideshow Bob in him because all of a sudden he cares about that. <laughs> there are some
1: good gags in this one, I will say.
0: Yeah there is <laughs> but at the end like crusty like thanks him so he's like oh no i better stop bart and then they blow up a bunch of network executives
1: <laughs> i think this is the point where they also just like were so blatantly like oh, like things were going sour with like fox and stuff right
0: i mean they were more blatant than that even like the poochie episode
1: that's true that's true <laughs>
0: um i don't know this one not anything special in my opinion yeah
1: not super memorable other than just like you know banter between bart and bob which is silly can be you know they do a great job of kind of like i
0: I will say with this one uh, at the end of it bob and Krusty bury the hatchet and it seems to stick yeah um from from here on out which is always nice i love characters that progress but after you know, granted, it's been four years since Brother from Another Series, but it felt like such a backslide <laughs> that it's depressing. <laughs> but I don't know how I would have had a redeemed Bob get involved in plots. So I don't know. I guess I guess yeah, that's still, that's what he's he has to, his function in the show is like a villain role. You kind of have to have him be a villain,
1: Plotting you know? something. Yeah, but I think you can be more clever than his obvious target will be crusty you know been done
0: (laughs) oh yeah maybe like you know he's like maybe some other thing he perceives as lowbrow maybe that's something he targets i don't know but uh,
1: i I like this one but it's weird the next one
0: (laughs) yeah i kind of like it too um season 14 episode six the great louse detective so in this one home someone is trying to kill homer so to get in the mind of a madman they have to enlist another one so uh sideshow bomb has to, sideshow bob has to team up with the simpsons and they give him like a shock thing so like if he tries to kill them they can just like electrocute him and he won't he'll have to stop it's nice it was cool seeing like homer and bob never get to get involved together so it was kind of cool to see them be like a pair and try to team up and do things i like the part where bob's like i need to just see a normal day of your life and they go hang gliding and he's like he's like this isn't what you knew every day and homer's like i just wanted to impress you i'm like that's kind of funny Um, yeah no
1: i think there's a lot of good jokes in this one i love that like bob lives in their house and is kind of just like with them being like a part of their like being a part of their family unit and kind of just um you know hanging out on their couch everybody has a good fun time zapping him (laughs) there's a lot of good gags with the yeah The
0: buzzer and there's another new mystery and they they set it up. It's got its clues. I don't think it's particularly great because we see a new character we've never seen before during the show and it's like, oh well, why would they have him be there? Yeah. (laughs) I I I don't. Granted, I don't know what I would have had it have been, but it turns out it's like Frank Grimes' illegitimate son wants vengeance for some reason. (laughs) Even though, as far as we know, they've never met each other.
1: Yeah,
0: right.
1: It's a little weak. I think they were trying. they were trying they were banking on it being grimesy's kid they were like oh people are gonna love this you know yeah um the grave yeah this one i don't know it was it was definitely weird um but i uh, yes as far as like
0: yeah like a teen season episode i think this one wasn't that bad
1: no yeah and i think with that with that
0: with that specific caveat that it's this era not like particularly great episode of the simpsons but
1: yeah no well i think anytime that like bob is trying to solve the problem i think is always a good thing because he is just like supposed to be this really smart person and i just love like seeing him sit down and really like thinking this out for the benefit of something else that isn't evil like
0: yeah you know that's kind of cool like they keep saying he's this like master criminal like criminal mastermind but like he does keep getting foiled by bart right (laughs) um granted like or is it just like he's a normal type of criminal but like the chief of police is Wiggum. Like yeah,
1: he just seems like a genius because he has like kind of an accent. The, the
0: cops are so stupid and incompetent. <laughs> like <clears throat> well, I know the next episode is your favorite.
1: Oh god. This uh, one is great to watch for me.
0: Season 17, episode eight. It's kind of like a, a secret bob episode, because really it's the first half is a, a Simpsons like travel episode where they have to go to Italy to get uh, Mr. Burns' new car, and it's like <laughs> such a stupid reason to get them there. Cause it's like, why wouldn't he just go get it? (laughs) But anyway, they get stuck in like a, a, like a little Italian town and the only person that speaks English is the mayor and like shock to everyone at Sideshow Bob. Um, We find out, you know, after he got out of prison, he did try to do a new leaf, but like he just left the country, went to Italy, started a life. um, And now he's got a wife and like a little baby and he doesn't want the Simpsons to like reveal his past to anyone um of course then lisa gets drunk and then does it
1: i do love drunk lisa she's super yeah. cute and
0: again i kind of like that they're working together there um until they can get their car fixed yeah. and get them out of out of the city um but once that goes to hell like bob just tries to murder them yeah his family is just as crazy as him yeah they swear a vendetta
1: Oh my god! The kid saying vendetta over and over again. Oof. That kid is
0: the most annoying kid.
1: Vendetta, vendetta. I was like, guys, it's not funny. Stop making him say it over and over again. I, I,
0: yeah, I get it. It's like a two-year-old. Yeah. With a knife, but like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So I noticed you were telling me. I think this is your least favorite Bob episode.
1: Yeah, I just every time I try to watch it, I'm like, God, this is hard to watch. But I'll watch I mean, it because I, I mean Bob. But
0: I mean, there's like no plot. Like no Bob plot. plot. Like there's no I, mystery or anything. You yeah,
1: know? there's nothing like kind of like the thing that's like fueling it is just like really weak. Um, in fact, I you, you know I mean and like that might be part of like the joke that they're trying to capture, but like you totally forget that the car was even like the car, Mister Burns' car was like even part of it. You know, because Mister Burns is like, you
0: guys have been gone for a month. <laughs> yeah, he does say that it calls him at the end is like, you've he been gone for a month. That. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like there's some funny. Like that's a funny bit. I don't know. Yeah. There, I think because it's it's a weak episode because it's like a ha, it's literally a half baked Bob episode and a half baked like travel yeah. like vacation episode.
1: Yeah. And like you gotta give them credit for trying, you know, trying different things and different combos. But that one I just yeah. did I don't
0: know. There was, were like. Cool it feels of- like an experiment. Maybe you know, giving Bob like a family thing. Yeah. Could make it like a new. Like try to open up new avenues for Bob stories because he's too popular a character to just put in mothballs forever right um but i don't know I, it's over over ultimately not a very great episode um i kind of like the next one season 19 episode 8 funeral for a fiend um i remember i did go out of my way to watch this one when it was on because not only you know it's a bob episode but uh Uh, David Hyde Pierce comes back as Cecil and John Mahoney plays their father in this which again more Frazier jokes like it's funny to me Um, in this one Bob dies and Bart can't like come to terms with it like it's like some sort of scheme but he's going out of their way to show that he is dead Um, and then spoiler alert he's not really dead he's just scheming to get Bart in a coffin and cremate him and the whole family's in on it but we do see francesca and video yeah. or whatever his kid's name is in this yeah and it's, and then they don't ever show up again and we still have like what like nine more episodes yeah. on this list
1: i think he mentions them again though but yeah they yeah that's like i mean i like meeting his i liked meeting his parents mm-hmm. i liked um i love i love cecil so i'm glad he was back even if it was just for a few
0: lines yeah they, they don't factor into it as much as you would want
1: yeah um, I think it was good of them to kind of, I mean, I also feel like you could have left Francesca and the baby out of it and nobody would have cared, to be quite honest. like
0: but The fact that there's even an attempt at continuity in a show that's very famous.
1: Yeah, for- I'll give them that.
0: Continuity. <laughs> Which, you know, they, I can't remember if they still brought back the rake joke occasionally. I think that's more of a later season thing. Yeah. I don't remember exactly when there were episodes they were popping up in. I should have written them down. Oh, it was the
1: rakes popped up? But occasionally
0: he just steps on a rake.
1: I do love the right guy because <laughs> yeah. I just feel like it's so human, like a human reaction.
0: <laughs> well, also, like to me, like i've my cynical brain is like, oh, they're just trying to pander to your nostalgia.
1: Yeah, definitely, it works for me. <laughs> all right.
0: Um, I don't know. I think this is one of the more interesting plots. Um, especially again, like I don't want to say it's all downhill from here, but it's pretty downhill from here.
1: <laughs> yeah the yeah the next one he's
0: only in it for a second right yeah so there's a couple of these episodes where he's not like a main focus of it but like there's something in it i wanted to discuss um we can get into that next one so wedding for disaster so it's revealed that uh when homer got divorced and they remarried in the millhouse divided episode um the wedding didn't count because reverend lovejoy wasn't actually ordained at the moment um so they have to go so they're like, "Hey, we have a chance to do like an actual real planned wedding um and then all of a sudden homer mysteriously disappears and the only clue they have is sb so they assume it's sideshow bob so they hunt him down what i like about this is like bob and crusty are just kind of hanging out i like that it mm-hmm. shows in an earlier episode bob was like i have a life outside of you bart um and this one kind of really proves it
1: mm-hmm.
0: like they're hanging out like like i said they buried the hatch and like it's stuck
1: mm-hmm. i
0: appreciate that
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um but that's more more or less like it's not sideshow Bob it's very revealed that Selma Bouvier she and Patty had like kidnapped Homer in like a Saw-like scenario to keep him from marrying Marge um I do kind of like this episode as dumb as that plot point I just said is (laughs) um I don't know it's like as someone who's done a bunch of weddings like I like the wedding planning stuff I love Homer and Marge's relationship yeah like I don't know, it's still really sweet. Like at the end, like at the end of the day, like they don't, they were going to go to the courthouse and get married there, but then Homer's like, I want to do something nice for Marge. And then when that all falls apart, um, they go back to it then. But like you know, they blackmail Patty and Selma because they figured out. I think Bart and Lisa figured out who they were. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they still get to have like a little bit of a nice wedding. I'm like all right, it's kind of sweet for episode 19 or season nineteen like all right this one wasn't so bad
1: yeah and then yeah i think that last made it just because they went around and made sure that they got all of you know throughout the whole planning process like marge is becoming this bridezilla because like she never really got the wedding because yeah her, well she did but it was like in the hospital because homer had gotten like alcohol poisoning or something yeah so i think you know at the end she's like planning this out and kind of did, making all these demands that she doesn't really get in the end but at the when they finally like throw them their little like reception party or whatever yeah they made sure that every all those little details she was trying to get where there was like a little bit of each one there so that was nice
0: it's funny i i tweeted out a little a screen grab of this episode as we're watching or right? the uh, you know homer mentioned she's a bridezilla and then it shows them from maggie's perspective where marge turns into godzilla and yeah. turns into king kong and fight each other i'm like oh i guess i don't need to watch the new movie now um <laughs> in
1: fact he kind of bummed me out i'm not gonna lie yeah uh, like when they were fighting it was cute because you know they were calling each other bridezilla and like king i forget what you, king wrong or something yeah like that. called him
0: king wrong that's what it was yeah
1: so. But then, like, once she, like, kind of, like, frustratedly leaves the room, he just, like, gets a beer out of the fridge and sits down and just looks so, like, ugh, Like, he doesn't even know what he did wrong. And- well, Homer,
0: Homer's a very lazy, fair <laughs> character. Like, oh the, the world happens to Homer, the you know, Homer doesn't happen to the world. I think that's a big part of his charm. Um. But, yeah. I don't know. Like, overall, it's not, like, particularly great. I actually really like the Milhouse Divided episode, like, the wedding they had at the end. Yeah. Them saying it doesn't count, like, kind of cheapens it a little bit. But I, I just love that, you know, Homer's misguided, like, good deed. Like, he actually did get them divorced. They have to do this wedding thing. Right. But, you know, but he's trying to make up, like, they had such a crummy first one where they just went to, like, a chapel because he got her pregnant and right out of high school. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I like when Homer, again, he's, he's he's silly and dumb, but, like, his heart's in the right place. Like at the end of the day, he does love his family. That's why I love the Homer Lisa episodes so much.
1: We're so good. We're going to have to do an episode.
0: Well, on we, we, yeah, we talked about we're going to have to do a whole episode on that. It's my favorite dynamic in the show. Yeah. I basically, love any dynamic with Lisa because I also love Lisa in part episodes. I
1: know. It's just Lisa. She's really like the secret, like the secret sauce, I think. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, yeah so i just like that bob's kind of an incidental character here um because usually again kelsey grammy like you know you gotta pay for him to be there like you want to make the most of him but like that's kind of a it kind of makes his appearance like in this kind of like when they do stuff like this a little bit more um like punchy
1: yeah you know
0: it sticks out a a little bit more rather than just like if they cut to like cletus or someone who's in the show all the time right like a gag uh but yeah, oh, the next one also is also one of your favorites. God,
1: this one. The Bob. Uh, season
0: twenty-one, episode twenty-three, the Bob next door. Um, I kind of like this episode.
1: Really, I, right.
0: I, I I like it's a different kind of plot, and they kind of fool you throughout the episode. Like you'd almost be willing to believe that this guy actually isn't Bob, and maybe Bart's gone crazy. As they go out of the show, he's still in prison, but like so, it turns out but have learned how to do a face swap scenario. Like you have to suspend your disbelief a lot. But um, again, it's one of the few times we get some, some build up, and they use the five corners thing that was established much earlier in the show for like a way to get out of, uh, you know, to avoid, you know, jail time or whatever. I will say like they went to like family guy, gross out humor with the faces falling off, which, which is a thing they keep doing
1: from that yes. now
0: and i'm like oh god why why yes. like they never mentioned his italian family ever again I
1: know, I know. choice like, were made
0: <laughs> yeah like i don't know i i, I could have done without some of that gratuity
1: and it was like it was like okay once was enough but then it just like kept happening throughout the episode you're just like, like oh like and
0: then the other guy gets like a b under his face and it's just oh, like, oh god yeah. oh so gross like in a way that's not like funny or
1: they're just nasty
0: yeah it's just off-putting yeah i
1: um i feel like we didn't mention before i love when bob is in prison with the other prisoners i love that like you know you would think that bob would be like a prime target to get like beat up by like all of the people in prison
0: i mean they do make like, jokes about that yeah and like the sometimes club is just is. them clubbing him with books
1: yeah and like sometimes he is but then like you'll also get these scenes where like they're really buying into like his um you know like him being like kind of like an educator and like getting them excited about like their theater their theater productions and stuff and i think about that's always like a funny thing to like see him like interacting with his fellow prisoners
0: yeah well like they show that he and like Gilbert snake he being like friends
1: yeah
0: because he's also just the, the 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 generic criminal guy well like when like earlier with the riot uh inside show bob roberts he's like on the phone and there's a riot happening he's like would you keep it down this is a personal call yeah. you know
1: good so good <laughs> um yeah i feel yeah. like there's not much to say
0: about that one for me anyway i just am yeah. not a fan of that one i don't know i i like i don't know something about it like again my standards have been very much lowered by this point so it's like oh this one wasn't so bad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um at least there was a plot um as, <laughs> as silly as it is again like we also had you know in cape fear super early like Bob getting stomped by elephants and the, you know, the, oh my God, whatever the name of that play is. Whatever. He sang a whole play in front of a boat.
1: Oh, something Pinafore. Yeah.
0: You know, he sang a whole whole Gilbert and Sullivan and there was costume changes and stuff. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: you know, there's some enough suspension of disbelief. Like I was like, okay, at least that's not something I've seen him do before. Mm -hmm. Again, although ultimately it was just to kill Bart um and then i think the next episode is my least favorite um, yeah this one was just weird just stupid oh
1: wait at
0: long last oh sorry i forgot yeah. that at the end we had next we have that long last leave yeah. so this is the 500th episode of the simpsons season 23 episode 14 he only has one line in it so we're not going to talk about it too much
1: mm-hmm.
0: As for the 500th episode i do like the idea that the townsfolk would get rid of the simpsons because of all of the damage that they do to the town.
1: right <laughs> like, that
0: is funny but like bob just is in the crowd scene he's like well you know everyone's explaining why they want them going he's like well you know my position I thought that was kind of funny <laughs> yeah um and then but that's the end of bob in this one again i'm only we're only looking at times where he appeared yeah he speaking line in an episode there's tons of times he's references he's referenced in a couch gag or as like a background cameo like a crowd or something i was just I was like i gotta narrow down my look at this at all especially since i wasn't i had pretty sure i hadn't seen most of the episodes which turned out i did see most of them
1: Yeah,
0: but well, it was good to refresh my memory um oh yeah well, long yeah not an overall great episode but i like the premise for it, at least for the 500th episode but the next bob episode uh season 25 episode 12 the man who grew too much is just dumb
1: it is pretty dumb i mean i like the uh this one is more of like bob and lisa hanging out we don't get to see that a lot which the whole time that like you know you see like bob and lisa interacting you would think like oh i feel like they would get along really well they have a lot of things in common a lot of intellectual things to talk about so like this episode kind of played on that a little bit which was cool
0: yeah what's amazing is if the simpsons didn't go to like the monsanto place like they just did he would have had like no problem with his scheme (laughs) so anyway it's like about gmos and like some reason he's working there i don't even remember why
1: he's still in prison
0: though right yeah because he's wearing a prisoner uniform the whole time
1: it's like work release or something weird
0: something i don't know why they'd have him but like so he's doing genetic experiments on himself so he's like got all these mutant powers he's trying to go to a museum so he can steal like the dna of like george washington and mary curie and stuff like it's not even how dna works and it
1: was an art museum (laughs) yeah
0: so stupid
1: i did like when they were throwing the artworks that you know they were being really accurate with actual artworks so that was pretty cool
0: <laughs> oh yeah as, as an art teacher how does you know how did you enjoy that part of it
1: they're always on point with their with their references i will say I
0: so was that like, like a real like mural like not mural like mobile thing that yeah
1: fell? okay
0: it's yeah. so, like when they it's were like, talking all about, like,
1: jokes or like i thought they were just because <laughs> okay so
0: i was so i didn't get any of that because they're like yeah. How did you lift that? It's when he's known for how heavy his stuff is. And, like, yeah. <laughs> at this point, my brain was like sluicing out of my, my ears uh, from watching all of these, like, right up one after another. Um, so I don't remember it as much. I just remember being like, all right, this is kind of silly and dumb. And then he tries to kill himself at the end by throwing himself off a dam again to evoke nostalgia, I guess. And, like,
1: was it, was it a sacrifice? right
0: well because yeah he's he's in the bottom of the water and then like he's like oh yeah i gave myself gills and gets up and walks away he steps on a rake on the on on the the, the bottom there i do remember that that one (laughs) and and then none of that ever matters again the next time he shows up he's back to being a normal guy
1: yeah we don't know if he still it's just not mentioned he could be he could still be mutated we don't know maybe it'll come up later season 33
0: (laughs) oh man we're getting there um so the next episode I have on the list here is another, like, essentially cameo.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Clown in the Dumps, season 26, episode one. It's the one where Krusty's father dies. I actually kind of like this episode, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it, even though it's, like, again, another Krusty cl- quitting, like, showbiz kind of thing, which is, like, almost every Krusty story. It's our <laughs> second one on this list alone.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but I, I like that he comes to the funeral offers his condolences again i like that he and Krusty had buried the hatchet and it kind of like that sideshow mel's like drunken confronting him I was like oh so this is the guy no one can yeah. live up to or whatever <laughs> um i just wanted to bring up that aspect i, I like that you know he still shows up at you know for crusty at crusty's father's funeral
1: yeah
0: and I the simpsons are there that. too so like he's not like he's just trying to murder them
1: right um there's a time and a place, and a funeral is apparently where he draws the line. Yeah, he's <laughs>
0: not He's not, so he's not a gentle. monster. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the next episode on this list, it's essentially a similar thing. Uh, Blazing Confused, again, same season season 26, episode 7. Um, Bart gets a new teacher, voiced by Willem Dafoe, who, like, is like a monster, but he's got 10 years, so no one can fire him. <laughs> so anyway, he, like, shaves Bart's head and, like, makes his life terrible. Apparently, at burning man like he's like like the grand poobah or something so bart tries to like foil his life anyway the dude winds up being a jail guard
1: it was a and weird connection that whole
0: yeah time. he's it, long story short this guy that, that has a grudge against bart is a jail guard sees that sideshow bob also doesn't like him and they like tries to team up and then bob's like nope
1: he wants to do the slicing. Yeah, there's we like, well, well sure. which one of us
0: gets to gut him first? And then <laughs> the other guy's like, I thought we'd take turns. He's like, Ah, oh, that's not good enough for me. <laughs> but it's funny that, you know, Bart has another enemy that they make in this. It's kind of funny to point out that, like, he's got two adults that would want to kill him.
1: Yeah. Probably more.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like, there's a way back when in an earlier in, uh, in Sideshow Bob Roberts, because, you know, he's on the radio talking to, you know, Birch Barlow. He's like Lisa That's comes it. in Bart, your number, your mortal enemies on the radio. and turns on his Doctor Demento. He's like, <laughs> oh man, I'm a kid, I'm ten years old, and already have two mortal enemies. <laughs> you know. Now, he, now they're actual characters characters in the show. <sighs> yeah. So yes. the next appearance,
1: this one's also gross.
0: I I don't like it either. Uh, it's Treehouse of Horror twenty six, season twenty seven, episode five. Um, the first segment wanted dead and then alive then dead again um i watched it when it premiered just because it's like in this episode bob finally kills Bart. it's like the episode where like uh scratchy finally gets itchy i was like oh i have to watch it then um i'm glad that they like kill him right off the bat and like i'm not waiting for it the whole episode like when did they get to the fireworks factory but, like it's just really like mean-spirited and gross where he keeps bring like even before he starts bringing him back to life and keeps like killing him, he's like printing around his like rotting corpse and stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. just really uncomfortable. It's
1: not funny at all.
0: It's yeah, it's just, just gross. gross. It's just because like they could do it, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's literally like 10 minutes of him just like murdering him in different ways without really well, and like part of the part of their charm is that he's you know, that they he's constantly plotting. To revenge and he's constantly foiling and when you take one of those away now it's just you're watching a murderer murder a child and that's not really charming or funny yeah i think it's because
0: it's it's because he's 10 yeah like and it's so it's so gruesome like over and over and over and over again
1: and they're really graphic yeah it's just oh it was tasteless in my opinion
0: like bob's putting his intestines and stuff around his neck like a scarf and things like it's like uh yeah it's really gross
1: yeah it was for a very i would say that one was intended for a very specific crowd and i did not fit into that into
0: yeah that crowd. <laughs> um so we only got two more episodes on this list which as of this recording have been the, the bob speaking appearances mm-hmm. which how are you feeling up to this point like i'm feeling mostly like uh they should have left this character a long yeah. time ago
1: i think they should have just let him go after the, the um brother from another series yeah. i do i mean yeah it, it's just at a point it's starting to get like gimmicky and that kind of is sad because he's such a well written and thought through character you know it's right. like you guys need to edit yourselves
0: <laughs> yeah so next is gone boy this uh, one was from, okay though yeah, from I... se- yeah it's uh, season 29 so i nine. i kind of like this one too again it puts sure. it's in a new position um Bart gets lost in the woods and is presumed dead um meanwhile Bob's going through therapy and it's like you know you need to cut him out of your life like you need to let this go um everyone believes Bart's dead Bob does not he escapes from prison um and basically like hunts him down and helps find him um of course with the ultimate goal is like I won't believe he's dead until like I make a soup from his bones or whatever (laughs) he says um, tries to kill him and then realizes like he can't, you know, like
1: which history. Yeah,
0: you know, it, it's just it's just one of those things, but they've done that a couple of times. Like at the end of um uh, accustomed- the great louse detective <laughs> he, like shows back up to kill Bart and sings the whole song about he's grown accustomed to his face and then just leaves.
1: I do love that. Yeah. I think of that song often.
0: <laughs> you know, it's like he needs him to to he gives like his his that gives him like purpose in life. But at the end of this, you know, he goes and lives in the lighthouse, and that's where we pick up on him. In the last uh, one, uh, Bobby It's Cold Outside, season 31, episode 10.
1: With his thirsty neighbor, Cassandra.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Again, he's not pointing out that he's married or anything. Um, But he becomes like, gets the role to be Santa at like one of those crappy, like Santa amusement parks. Um, And because he's such a method actor, he can't kill Bart. They're going for another SB, which is funny <laughs> that they go immediately and arrest Selma Bouvier because of this. Um, um, you know, if someone's stealing and ruining Christmas, it turns out it's Smithers and Burns. Yeah. Um, and I don't know.
1: Yeah. That, I, I, I liked
0: Gone Boy, Bobby. It's Cold Outside. It's not the worst thing, but like, it's also stupid.
1: Yeah, no, it's like cool that he was in a holiday episode. I
0: think
1: yeah. he doesn't normally get to be in you know i mean his own episodes are kind of like an event but it's cool to kind of like see him yeah. yes,
0: a I, I do like when he's like doing more of it, like he just more shows up and just a part of the town yeah. um but anyway those are all the episodes so we kind of like blasted through them but like at a certain point there's not a lot to say it's just a lot of not that funny stuff happening
1: yeah yeah i mean yeah and gone boy was cool that millhouse was there i guess yeah <laughs> i like that um, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess let's take a quick commercial break and uh, we'll come back and we'll get some thoughts uh, now that we've gone through everything. Talk about the trajectory of trajectory of this character a little bit. So we'll be right back. Created by husband and wife team, Kendall and Kayla, Star Savior Bunny combined Sailor Moon-esque superheroics. With the challenges of early adulthood, read for free at tapest.io and check out their Instagram at Bunny for new updates and projects. Thank you for listening to our podcast. But have you checked out our store yet? We sell all kinds of nerdy products, from comics and graphic novels to retro video games, model kits, toys, and statues, and more. Visit us at levelupentertainment.com. And as a special exploratory promotion, the first twenty people to use the code FRIENDSCAST at checkout will receive ten percent off their first purchase. If this is successful, we will do more podcast-exclusive promotions in the future. That's levelupentertainment.com and code FRIENDSCAST. F-R-I-E-N-D-S-C-A-S-T messages for Iliana and Miguel, hey, this is uh, Gabriel Iglesias. It's Mark Hamill here. What's up, y'all, this is me, DMC to K-I-N-G. Martha Sedan, the zombie king. Uh, I'm Paul Felder, UFC fighter. WWE superstar, Sonya Deville. What's up, guys? This is Harry Mack. Hi, Hi. I'm Julia Leewald. And I'm Eric Leewald. Hey, this is Matt Cardona from the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Yako Warner here described mysteriously as an old man from Michigan. And you are
1: watching Toy Quest 101, baby. And you're watching Toy Quest Quest 101. 101. You're
0: watching Toy Quest 101 and you're watching toy quest 101
1: Bruh. hey guys it's iliana mcgill here from toy quest 101
0: make sure to check us out for toy reviews actual unboxings and to see what celebrity guests might pop up to help us inspire kids with autism and special needs you can find us on instagram twitter facebook and tiktok and make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel toy quest 101 oh and remember the force will be with you always bye now so now that we've gone through all of bob's appearances uh what do you think do you have a newfound appreciation for him or has your opinion on episodes changed at all
1: um yeah i mean i feel like we kind of said it i think that i am always going to enjoy watching kelsey Grammer be Psycho bob even if it's the silliest you know dumbest plot i think that he just is like it's just that it's a sound. it's almost like the joke of itself right like he's kind of like in this town of you know dimwits but he's always trying to kind of like i don't know
0: he's so like, cultured and there's like another yeah.
1: flavor to it you know what i mean like he yeah, kind yeah. of yeah he's so cultured that like other people just like don't understand him um and, and i, I like-, like seeing that Oh, position, I but. like
0: that we don't go to the well with him too often. Mm-hmm. This was 19 things we talked about, very, like, and quite a few of them weren't actually, were more just cameos than anything else. Mm-hmm. That's 19 episodes in, like, 31 seasons. Um, So, like, a little bit, la- you know, maybe a little bit more than twice a season, or, yeah. you know, once every, you know. Well, I'm, like, more than, like, you show up more than, like, a little bit more than half a season but like, uh, yeah, he's one of those characters, like, once you get to a certain point with him, where it's like, you can't, because the show is The Simpsons, you have to involve them in the plot, and it's like, he can't just always be wanting to go for Bart. They do call it out a lot of times, it's like, you failed, like, 10 times, you failed, like, 12 times, or whatever. Like, Bart even says one, one point, like, he's tried to kill me so many times, it's not funny anymore, which I didn't <laughs> at Again, watching him back to back, I'm like, yeah, it's not funny anymore. It's kind of, it's kind of sad.
1: Yeah, I like i'd rather it, he
0: try to kill millhouse or something and do a whole episode on that i
1: think that would be really funny And like bart's kind of jealous that he's yeah. like trying to kill somebody else i think that'd be pretty funny actually
0: yeah um, i don't know, I need something new like new some new dad. Kind i'm of
1: interested in his life with cassandra i'm kind of interested in like this lighthouse kind of situation a little bit
0: yeah and like i just would rather see if they're gonna bring him back i'd rather see things without the simpsons
1: Yeah, why not? They've done it for characters before. Episodes where it's kind of just like the gag is that the Simpsons are barely in it, so...
0: I mean, 22 short episodes about Springfield is amazing. Yeah. It's almost got nothing to do with them.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think they could totally get away with an episode where it's literally just him kind of like being in the town and we just like see what his life is like.
0: So in watching just the slice slice of the series that's just Bob episodes, you can really see how the you know the simpsons as as an entire series like changed over the years and it's really what it's really wild to watch like back to back like that like if you watch watch the whole series from beginning to end it's much more i'm sure it's much more gradual you're Mm -hmm. kind of like lulled into it but like you can see like how much more fast-paced and mean spirited and just kind of dumb it's gotten yeah like he stopped really even having plots or mysteries not that the early ones were particularly all that great in retrospect at least there was an ep- like an effort.
1: Yeah.
0: And, you know, and also mixed in with like them being genuinely funny and creative and like really, they really got away from like atmosphere and stuff. And to be fair, they got rid of, got away from that during the golden era.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would say like after Cape Fear, like none of them are particularly like, they don't play with like lights and camera angles and stuff yeah. as much.
1: You know, which I feel like it's kind of, we've talked about that before. Um, you see that a lot, like in the, like in seasons like three. And season yeah. four i feel like they do a lot of kind of like interesting more artsy creative things i wonder if it just like got too expensive <laughs> yeah,
0: like, you I know I that's when the series was most like making the most money was like when simpson mania True. was a thing but like a lot of the stuff within the the new hdr it's all so flat yeah and it's, it's like guys. it's just so not interesting to look at
1: yeah i mean i always i always enjoy seeing how they kind of like twist And change with the times like even if it's just something as stupid as like you know now the tv's a flat screen and it
0: yeah or like now they've got smartphones and stuff
1: right and i kind of just like seeing them like update things every now and then um but i also don't think that that's like enough to save it i i like the ones i mean this is getting totally off topic but i like the ones where they go like into the future i like the ones where they kind of like imagine like what life will be like
0: yeah this is a little off topic too but like because i was thinking about it because i was like oh maybe one of the things i'll ask is like what do you want from another bob episode but really what i want from the simpsons is just get weird with it like you've done every story like i cross getting canceled again it's like oh my god i can't deal with this but like i'd love to do some weird experimental stuff like just do an episode that's got nothing to do with the simpsons just you know you have so many interesting characters you can do things with i don't know yeah i, I think it's just you have this platform just be experimental with it like all the the couch gags that one season when they were doing all the guest animators i watched all those i didn't care about the episodes i stopped watching after them yeah. but like they were interesting and weird and like i kind of appreciate that
1: mm-hmm. i wonder like as the cast gets older and like people like maybe stretch or retire, like can't do their voices anymore if like they will have the guts to actually like Take some of the characters out of the mix and see like how that affects the life of all the characters who are still in the show.
0: I mean, Hank Azaria keeps wanting to get out.
1: Yeah. And it's like, I, well, I mean, but he does like most of the voices, that would be pretty detrimental.
0: Yeah. But like, you know, <laughs> Julie Kavner is like, you can tell like her voice, she's, yeah. she's, she's horribly. But
1: like, but like, how like would, voice, you know, like, vocally, what would it be you know. like if Marge, you know, you know died and wasn't there anymore like how would that impact their family like you know it might be kind of interesting to see like what yeah. that would be i like.
0: hope that doesn't happen march gets such short shrift in the series
1: i know i hope she gets or like what if like you know you know i know they play around with like them getting divorced like in like when they peer into the future it's like they oftentimes show them like as being div- divorced or separated. yeah
0: i think the show needs to have like some actual continuity now mm-hmm. well i mean we're way beyond the time when it should have done something like that yeah even something as simple as, like, just the kids getting a bit older. There's, like, there's so much more stories we can mine from, like, teenage Bart, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just, like, yeah, it's the show needs something new. It's I one mean, of those things where I also wouldn't even mind if it got rebooted.
1: Yeah. I mean, would, would it really kill, like, if the season ended, right? Season ends, next season starts, and they're just like, all right, 10 years in the future,
0: you know? Yeah, First, some new status so quo.
1: Not a big deal. I feel like people would be like, all right, cool. Everybody looks yeah. at older. No big deal.
0: I think they need to do something bold for The Simpsons and go into a new direction. Like, it's kind of, I don't know. I guess it's a little comforting, like, in the sense that it's like still just kind of there. It's like, you know, you can watch it and be like, it's kind of like snuggling up with a warm blanket. But like, yeah. nope. it's just the show used to be so good and was such a big part of like my identity growing up and like my uh, influence on my sense of humor mm-hmm. and stuff that, like, I don't know. And, and you know, Matt Groening was like, this weird underground cartoonist that got uh, super lucky yeah. and was able to make a cartoon and like so it was always it always had this subversive nature like it it's weird that it was originally such a counterculture thing like it was the anti sitcom and then everything in its wake became it right like you know like not even like even before like family guy and stuff like you know married with children and things like mm-hmm. you know we, we got like that real cynical like edgy kind of stuff and you know it's weird that it's just kind of like now it's like kids who look on like oh it's old and quaint like there's an early family guy joke where someone mentions the simpsons and stewie's like oh my parents watched that <laughs> and i'm like that's kind of a funny joke and i'm like it's kind of sad yeah but like you yeah. know i don't know I, I i do want to look at look back the later seasons because the podcast is like i try to keep it on things where like i'm positive about mm-hmm. Uh, which in a couple of weeks, spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about the new Zack Snyder movie. And I don't think I'm going to have anything positive to say about that. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. I, I might want to take a look at this, the the new episodes. There's a YouTuber called The Real Jim's. He does Simpsons videos and they're really good. I highly recommend them. But he just did once like, it's not the top 20, but like 20 modern episodes to watch. And I watched it. And I was like, you know, some of these seem kind of neat. When yeah. they're playing with, like, format, like, like, there's one where it's, like, a book heist, where the whole episode is, like, an Ocean's Eleven, like, yeah, theme. I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of neat.
1: There's a lot of fun, there's, a, this most current season that's, like, running right now, I, um, you just have to, you just have to look at it through a different lens, you know, you can't keep comparing it to what it was, you have to almost, like, watch it as if it was a new show, and, like, that's a hard thing to do with something that's been on the air for so long and like especially when you don't like allow your characters to change you're kind of setting yourself up for failure right because you're not it's hard for people to not compare it yeah but I think that like the first couple episodes of this season I've really enjoyed because they've done like they did like an episode of comic book guy and his new wife and like that was pretty cool just like seeing like you know that they were kind of just like talking about like having like a if they should have a baby or not and like just talking about things that are like actually like really important you know it, important things in people's lives that like you now have to think about in these modern times and just kind of like making points to like have more characters of color and more episodes about like people of color and I don't know I think it's worth a shot I I've been enjoying this most current season
0: okay I like so I I'm I didn't. I ended up liking some of the later stuff on this list a little bit more than I thought I would. I think the middle part, like the teen years, are pretty rough comparatively. Like I liked, I liked Gone Boy, um, wow. you know, and that's one of the more recent ones. Um, Bobby, it's cold outside was kind of dumb, but like yeah,
1: the Christmas ones are always. I love the Christmas episodes just because I love Christmas specials, but they're always kind of lame.
0: <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know. It's got me interested in maybe watching, or maybe we'll uh, we'll come back around and do some of that. Uh, maybe I'll get another Simpsons co-host at some point yeah yeah just
1: like a weekly watch the episode and get your thoughts on it or something like I that I don't know
0: if I'll go that far I don't know if I want to watch it <laughs> weekly, but you know I know a couple people that still watch the Simpsons on the reg um I didn't realize you were still watching it like you watch it every Sunday
1: I don't watch it every Sunday but I watch it like that week that it came out I tried to
0: okay no this is the most I've watched of The Simpsons. I mean, in a while. but like I did for a it all long in one time.
1: Day. I didn't. It was like I hadn't seen a bunch of them, and then like during um, quarantine, I was just like, I've watched everything, so I'm gonna yeah. stay here and just watch every episode of The Simpsons. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, as I've talked to your husband, and he's like, and he's like, oh uh, yeah, she watches The Simpsons all the time. I'm like, there's <laughs> nothing. I watched, I watched the same like six seasons over and over and over again. So
1: and your horizons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I saw a, a pretty funny meme. Um, so you know when like when Lisa the Vegetarian and she mentions like the list of things that she can eat and she mentions cheese and Apu's like, oh cheese. And uh, except they changed the dialogue, so it's like, oh yeah, I love seasons, you know, one through ten. And she's like, nine in t- and she wants he was like, nine and ten, oh <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i kind of like nine and ten like my uh, yeah, like yeah. principle the Popper is kind of seen as like the end of the There's show.
1: so many good ones at least from my perspective like i don't know there's so many memorable ones in in those years that i think people just like kind of clump them in and you know but kn- write them off
0: but i know we talked about it in our uh, one-off episode like one-off character episodes because we talked about granny but i really think homer's enemy like irrevocably breaks the show mm because it's like it points out how ridiculous it is and it's like oh yeah <laughs> not that no one ever really took it that seriously but like you don't put like all of homer's adventures back to back and it's like oh yeah he went to space and toured with the smashing pumpkins and like hanging out with president gerald ford
1: yeah he's had like, an amazing life <laughs> yeah.
0: um and you know what's amazing again because it's been on so long that like with his like supposedly like low paying job, like they could not afford the house that they no,
1: had. I know. <laughs> like in
0: times. They could not afford to have three kids. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which they couldn't back then too. That's why I had to quit his bowling alley job and go back to the plant. Yeah, oh, he loved
1: his bowling alley
0: job. I know. We gotta do an episode where we just discuss Homer Simpson and like
1: Yeah, I think there. that would be cool if we did like the greatest hits of all of the core family members.
0: Yeah. Full disclosure, we've been trying to talk about how to tackle the series. This is why we've kind of been slicing it up like this. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, we're just like, we're going to just talk about The Simpsons. There's just too much to talk about. Maybe we'll go season by season and just do like our top three per. That'd
1: be cool.
0: Although some seasons, it's going to be hard to pick a couple of them. Some of them are like almost all gold.
1: Yeah.
0: Or like the worst ones are just pretty good. Yeah. But yeah. I don't, watch the new stuff. I don't know whatever people want to listen to us talk about like I said I, I know a couple of the Simpsons people that might want to come on so
1: they're always welcome
0: yeah I just do happen to keep being available and we keep wanting to talk about the same things <laughs>
1: so. I don't have a life as, as you can tell I just yeah. watch tv and most of it is just repeating the same episodes over I, and over again
0: hey I uh, I talk about okay. watching tv every week so
1: Although I will give myself some credit, there's not a lot to be doing right now, so I just yeah. kind of am enjoying it.
0: <laughs> so you've been mostly working from home, right?
1: Oh uh, no, I've been out and about okay. in the world pretty much every day.
0: All right, well, never mind then.
1: <laughs> but you know.
0: But yeah, so sideshow Bob. Would you say? Would you say he's the Kelsey Grammer is the best uh, guest star? To me, it comes out between him and Phil Hartman.
1: Yeah, I think so. But be- I, I, mean, I love Phil Hartman, but I think um, Kelsey Grammer, yeah, absolutely. He's won Emmys for his role for his role on The Simpsons, which is pretty crazy to think.
0: About. I know. It's just one of the things is like Troy McClure and final um, thoughts are I mean, so it's good.
1: It's good. I know.
0: I mean, I mean, it's, it's also sad because like at a certain point you can't have them anymore because he yeah. died in real life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're reaching that point where a lot of Simpsons actors have mm. have died in real life. Like it's why you can't have Edna anymore. I'm glad that they retired the characters but like, you know like uh Rusty Taylor died to no more Martin
1: mm-hmm. you know like that's so sad I love Martin
0: <laughs> I know he's so naively enthusiastic about yeah. things like I just also want to punch him <laughs> I totally get why he's bullied um, <laughs> I, it's part of the reason why I love him and Nelson so much I yeah. I love Nelson too like there, there's so many great characters and stuff <sighs> yeah i don't know man this has gotten really depressing uh Sideshow Bob is a good character if he shows up i'll probably still watch that episode even if i don't watch the show regularly definitely
1: even just to see where it's going you know curiosity yeah.
0: and like the simpsons iconography will always be something for me like your sweater with all the Bart simpson heads is amazing
1: thank you it's a good gift
0: like the last t-shirt i bought i'm not wearing it is uh the punch out like mid-fight screen where it shows the stats for the characters, but it's homework and rhetoric Tatum. <laughs> That's, That's all awesome. 8-bit and it's like you know the brick hit house and stuff. Um <laughs> like I love that it's kind of stuff. Like I'll never like my I, I look at Simpsons memes web uh subreddits all the time and it's amazing. I sent you some earlier today. Yeah um, sure. I gotta it'll never not be a thing. I it's it's so strange that it's again because it was so subversive and like especially critique uh uh critique would especially critique disney and now it's just part of uh, yeah (laughs) like mess
1: even if they like i I wonder if there's rules against them making jokes about that because i feel like that would have been something that they would jump right on i
0: know that when they signed their deal with fox they're they had a special clause as long as they were being made they were allowed to make say whatever they wanted about fox really that's why when um i forget what oh when the tv episode and um uh Sancho bob's last claiming that the guy in prison is rupert murdoch
1: right yeah you know he's
0: complaining about tv he's like i bet you don't like tabloid newspapers either um which as a kid i didn't know what that was just, but like as an adult i know what it is I'm like that's
1: right
0: cool. <laughs> that's why they're always making fun of fox Like again in that episode like oh this is so bad and then you hear the fox fanfare at the end. <laughs> um or like you know that from another episode i was like you know, Fox News became our not Fox News. Oh my God, Fox Network became uh, softcore porn channel so subtly I didn't even notice <laughs> stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think they've just like lost their their kind of fu edge, which
0: yeah.
1: I I appreciated. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I almost I almost wouldn't mind seeing like a reboot or a reimagining with like a different. Like Matt Granny type Mm -hmm. charge, like a new a new style or something might be interesting. I don't know. I think I just want to see the Simpsons like just become something else than it was, then just continue to just put out mediocre Simpsons episodes.
1: Yeah. 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 I think I mean you're kind of, I feel like if they don't do anything to change it, it kind of like their um their hold on like American like culture kind of like ends with our generation that
0: just is, just you know. just in watching satchel bob's like change through the years it's like kind of sad it's like you know watching the great athlete at like the peak of their game and then they just keep trying to be relevant mm-hmm. and it's just like while you are you watching me just like be worse and worse and worse it's like brett Favre. not that this means anything to you i guess
1: no
0: <laughs> but, like he, he should have instead of retiring he kept trying to play at different teams and It's now going down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. It's just like oh, and then he ends his career uh, by sending a lewd picture to a reporter and leaving in disgrace. So it's like yeah,
1: classy move.
0: I know. Not that that's going to happen in this. Um, You know, it's man. We can again because The Simpsons again predicted things. Like remember the episode where like at least they have a babysitter and like the whole sexual harassment thing where they try to cancel Homer yeah and it's like man that's really prescient about today that's just because we haven't solved any problems in society i
1: know i know
0: oh which is sad
1: i wonder if that's also kind of where they've given up maybe they're just a little depressed too i don't
0: know i don't know i i I don't know what it's gonna take i'm obviously not a guy who makes cartoons i don't write television i just complain about it on the internet (laughs) um so what do i know but I don't know. I I think I think that season with the, the experimental couch eggs was a good idea. I think they need to do that with the actual episodes, though. Yeah. Because you can have this really amazing, like Homer Simpson like in the couch go on like this like 80s like cop show like thing. <laughs> but then it's just gonna be like, oh no, this episode, Lisa's in love with this guy or this boy who's like doesn't like the saxophone. Meanwhile, the B plot is Homer gets another job. Like mm-hmm. I can't. Like it's so depressing to watch that stuff. Yeah. Or like, oh no, Lady Gaga's back. <laughs> like.
1: Oh, Lady Gaga.
0: I mean, I like Lady Gaga. Don't get me. Yeah, right, no. So I just that episode's not very good.
1: No. I yeah. I feel, I feel like they were like, oh my god, we got this really awesome person to be on. I'll, our show. So I'll be honest
0: with you. I, sure. I think the Elon Musk episode is worse.
1: I've never seen it. Uh, I must have seen it. I guess I just don't
0: remember it. They're just kissing Elon Musk's ass the whole Really? Time. Like, you can tell the writers were like,
1: weird. Really
0: into it. I'm like, yeah, this is bad. Cause especially because, like, I don't like you him. I also really. feel like
1: he's the type of person who would, like, write that into his contract.
0: Yeah. It just, <laughs> it's awful. You he's just another rich guy who's getting rich off other people's ideas. That's the thing, people. He is not an inventor.
1: No, he wants to capitalize the moon and space. It's yeah. disgusting.
0: Yeah, no, it's bad. I mean, we're in the late stage of, uh, we're in the death throes of late stage capitalism. I mean, I guess that's why the Simpsons aren't around, are, are still around. Like, they won't be allowed to die because they still are too merchandisable. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, I'll keep buying it. I mean, like, <laughs> as I scratched my barts of butter.
0: I mean, Simpsons movie two comes out. I'm not going to say no to that freak show. I saw that in theaters, even though I'd given up watching the show years ago. So. But we'll we'll talk about that. I I think we have some stuff to say about the Simpsons movie specifically. But um, so be on the lookout for that at some point. <laughs> but um, holy shit, this is a long episode. I guess we're going to here. I'm just looking at the clock now. We got really derailed. <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to. It's just like I don't know. Watching is like kind of depressing. Again, like I'm, like I'm not. The show's not terrible. Like I've definitely seen worse shows now like it's just just in just watching the Bob episodes I was like oh man this got kind of like really stupid yeah
1: they're in a rut they're in a decade-long rut <laughs> arguably decade,
0: long. that's yeah I would say that's generous <laughs> um yeah I mean all of the day like we're gonna keep coming back and talking about Simpsons there's so much to talk about there's so much good in it it's such a great was such a great show like you're talking about voice actors and stuff like if the show wasn't still on do you think people would have cared about apu yeah
1: yeah
0: you know because we could have written off like listen it was a relic of its time but like because it's still around and like our like as a society our sensibilities and stuff have changed stinks like we lost that character like who's one of my favorite side characters he might be my favorite and um we'll just never get him again i would have been cool with a recast yeah but i know a lot of like indian actors have problems with the the actual like um accent yeah they don't
1: want to you know be typecast
0: and i and don't get me wrong i i get it i i i don't think there's a great solution to it Mm -hmm. um but i don't know but it's it's a sticky mess it's a sticky situation i don't think (laughs) completely sweeping them under a rug and then making a joke about it in an episode is all that great Yeah. but that's what they did so here we are and i'm not trying to get on a soapbox about it but you know when your show just dabbles in like stereotypical american culture like you're gonna get stuff like that right i know they tried to do a thing where like his like american nephew tried taking over the store or something
1: yeah. but he
0: had like i got big poochie vibes off of him where he's trying to be like <laughs> <pretty
1: cool. laughs> who was his voice actor his voice actor was somebody
0: i don't remember they're always somebody i don't even remember the character's name i think it was jay yeah yeah yeah. Oh my god. I can't believe I remembered that. I don't remember like important things.
1: I see. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh no, he's not.
0: Was it also Hank's area? I th-
1: uh no. I think it's actually a person, an Indian person. They were in another episode, Much a poo about something. But I guess Nancy Cartwright did him as a kid.
0: Okay, because I think he showed up before. Because I know Apu had a brother. I don't remember his name, Sanjay. He would show up every once in yeah. a while and just disappeared. I'm pretty sure he had a kid, and apu has got eight.
1: <laughs> I would love to like see an episode about them getting older. But if nobody again, else, again if we could time
0: called. skip a little bit, you know, yeah. I think that would go a long way. I don't specifically with Stacho Bob though. I don't know what like an older Bart and Lisa dynamic would do with him. Maybe his kid come like as a kid now is like trying to get them instead, you know, screaming <laughs> vendetta,
1: vendetta. Vendetta. Yeah, I will not see that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I would skip that one.
1: I don't care about somebody trying to kill the Simpsons' children. Mm-hmm. I care about, uh, I care about the quality of like that character and who, and how um, how dedicated that actor is to that you know what I mean yeah I could care less what he was doing even if he was just like a teacher in the school or like you know a, a shopkeeper in the town like I mean it's funnier if he's like this evil villain obviously mm. but you know if you take sides to Bob out of the mix I don't want a new person trying to murder the Simpsons children unless it's a really amazing like actor choice that I'm in there
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know the
1: child screaming vendetta vendetta I'm gonna Sit that one out <laughs> yeah
0: i wish i sat it out this time i did see that episode <laughs> when it happened i was just like oh and now i remind myself of him like oh but yeah that's one of the lower ones so what would you say is your favorite your you black widower is still your favorite
1: uh between it's yeah you're right it's a it's a hard it's a hard one i also really like sideshow bob roberts that, that one's, one's also good yeah. one
0: and your least favorite is the italian bob
1: i'm gonna say my least favorite is bob next door Okay, but then I'll, I'll like, put I can, in like my middle. I can watch the Italian Bob and like sit through that. Bob next door. I just didn't didn't like it. didn't like it. Didn't I, think didn't least, like
0: it. I think my least favorite is Man who Grew Too Much. Yeah, that was because it's so dumb. um i I can't pick between Cape Fear and Brother for another series. I like them i they're both really funny. I like them for different reasons.
1: Actually, I was just gonna ask you a question, but I think that like I kinda answered it in my own head. But like would you still like brother from another series if you weren't such a fan of Frazier? Sure?
0: I think I still would. It's I think it's legitimately funny. I think it's a good twist on the Bob story. Mm-hmm. Um and like I said, to me it's like a good ending for it, especially when like the kids are like trying to get him keep him from going to jail with Wigman and stuff. Mm. I love this Cecil tricks him at the end. Is like tell them now, tell them you'll live to regret this. <laughs> oh, now I now I do sound crazy. Um,
1: <laughs> and that they fight over the bunk bed. I love yeah, that. that's
0: really funny. Like <laughs> I would have been okay just seeing them in prison because you could have done gone from that to the Great Last Detective,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like not really missed anything. Because you still could have done the shock him thing because you know he is in prison. Yeah. You know, I I, I don't know. I would have liked a new dynamic with him in the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. um but at this point we're not going to get it and i think expecting it would be too, asking too much of the show <laughs> and um it's more interested in like nostalgia baiting and just being okay yeah going through the motions i don't know but even like le- watching these back to back is like you like the most recent ones like you can definitely tell like nancy Cartwright's like 30 years older
1: <laughs>
0: not, not, i'm not saying that to be mean i'm just saying
1: no, people you know, age it's not like and an she's she's person. pitching
0: up her voice to sound like a little kid yeah you know? it's like,
1: probably straining her i feel bad
0: like, like marge
1: yeah like
0: julie Kavner, i feel so bad for trying yeah to do they that
1: just need to something. well i guess you can't really change Marge. she's already
0: an adult but yeah yeah I, I think let the kids age up like i i think ultimately that's i don't know the show needs a big status quo change and needs like status quo changes that are permanent and not just the flexible reality like they can still have some flexible reality stuff like you know, they kept stuff with Sergio Bob, his face keeps falling off,
1: yeah, right? That's <laughs> yeah. like what you're gonna keep around. I know
0: <laughs> you keep stepping on rakes, you know. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think we're gonna end this episode here though. Um, cool. overall, if any of these episodes sound good, if you haven't listened to them uh, or watched them, I'd give them a shot. I it, some of the later ones are, aren't that bad, um, especially if you are a fan of the character and you're very lapsed. Um, i'd check them out right like definitely yeah yeah i, I, I wouldn't recommend watching all back to back just because that got really monotonous yeah um, i
1: think that you should never be afraid to try things just because other people's opinions are you know you know yeah what's it gonna hurt it's 20 minutes of your life check it out
0: i mean i'm always of the opinion like if you don't like something a piece of media you stop engaging with it rather than just sitting there being mad Um, which I had to explain to someone at the store. He just wanted to complain about comics all day long. And I'm like, I don't engage with this. Like, it sounds terrible. Like, I don't read those books. They sound bad. So I'm not going to sit here and complain about them. But anyway, I'm going to sign off. Um, Thank you for joining me, Kayla.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Sure. Anytime, man. Thanks, everybody. We'll have a cow again soon, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) i I like it (laughs) all right so until next time be safe